this is as real as it gets. Hey, this is Marcia Prince, IFBB Bikini Pro and Gasberry Nutrition Spokesmodel, and you are listening to the UCW Radio Show, In Your Face. The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Give it to me, baby. Alright, welcome to the UCW Radio Show, and as always, we have a great guest lined up, uh, waiting in the wings to come on the show. Uh, and look, in the world of entertainment, you have some uh, some high-quality people that are going up the ladder, and what I try to do here is bring some of those people to light for our listeners so you guys can find out more about them before they... Uh, before they get to uh, that next level, okay? And our guest today is definitely one of those people that are going to the next level, all right? So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Matthew Jager to the show. All right, Matt, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show. How are you, buddy? Oh man, I'm great. It's good to be back. Yeah, no, it's been a little bit. We the last time, uh, wow, what was it about uh, two, was, two or three years ago? Yeah, I think it was 2009, so three years ago. Yeah, wow, it's been a long Oof. time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but I've seen you since then. Yeah, so. yeah, you have. You know, but you have a lot of things going on, man, in in, uh, in your career. When we last uh, spoke, I think that when we had you on the show. Uh, now, when we last spoke, I know when we had you on the show, I think we were talking about a play you were doing, and right. I mean your career has been shining brighter and brighter from what what I've seen. I mean, uh, shoot, I like I look on IMDb, and all of a sudden you start me and it goes, Oof, so it's going through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that that freaking star meter! I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what's up with that. I just see it; it just goes woof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. It's it's funny, man. I actually uh, that thing. <laughs> there are whole businesses now where people will just uh, try to get your your star meter up. It's uh, it's crazy. Like that thing came out and it's become huge out here. It, it's it's crazy, but it's it's fun to watch too. Yeah, it's like oh, let's let's boost up your your this and move this up, and I mean, it, it doesn't mean anything. I don't. I mean, what is it? It's just zoop. It just it's, it, it's it's how many times it's 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 there's some kind of of of, of a program or or, or um, formula that they use, and it's how many people like look at your IMDb page or looking you up or commenting on your site, all that stuff. So the more people who look you up, the more people who comment. The lower your number until I think probably uh, Daniel Craig I think right now is number one you know because he just did Bond and yeah um, so, so yeah it's like you can't get I mean the PR goes into everything I can't even escape oh, an yeah. IMDb my God <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us what's going on uh, you, oh, you you've been um, doing a lot of TV you've been doing a lot of stuff I don't even know where to yeah. start you know I'll let you start um, well here I'll uh, Let's see. When we talked last time, I think we were getting ready for uh, that movie I just done. Uh, it was called Just Say Love to come out. And right. actually, they just came out with uh, a new version. They just came out with like a director's cut um, of that. They just actually told me that today. I got an email. So that's pretty exciting. I guess they revamped the ending a little bit. I actually haven't seen it yet, so i got to try to get a copy and see what they did. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I did a guest spot on CSI. I did uh, a guest... I just finished... Uh, doing a role on Criminal Minds. Um, I did something on Switch to Birth. I've done a whole bunch of commercials. I did a couple more plays. I actually uh, 
while it was out here in L.A., that show Clybourne Park, I was understudying two of the roles uh, before I went out to New York and won the Tony. So that was great to work on and, and work with that cast and the writer and the director. And, um, and then uh, on top of that, I actually had a little downtime. And uh, my, my girl had been, had been encouraging me because I'm pretty outdoorsy. Like I like to rock climb. I, I, I hike a lot. I actually started foraging. And so uh, I live in L.A. and all my friends think I'm crazy, but like I collect wild elderberries and I get all these wild foods and use that to kind of supplement my groceries. And um, she's like, you got to do something about that. You got to do something about that. And so I finally broke down and I started this web series called Urban Nature Man, where um, basically it's kind of what I try to do, where I live in the city, but I try to get out into nature as much as possible and, and sort of connect the two lifestyles and uh, we've got one uh, series of episodes out where I take a, <laughs> a really funny buddy of mine out. His name's Jason. Well, we call him J-Row in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what I call him. Um, and we go out, and I basically show him what to do if you get lost hiking. And uh, and he is not an outdoorsy guy at all, but he was a real sport man. He came out with us, spent uh, two days shooting. We actually spent the night out in the woods. Like <laughs> he was he was a trooper. And then. Um, we did a couple other episodes, actually, when uh, when Hurricane Sandy, which I know you know plenty mm-hmm. about, oh, yeah. was uh, was coming down. We did a quick um, a quick video on what to do if you haven't prepared, and now uh, now you've got to do something to get ready. So um, so we did that episode, which actually has a couple people. Um, we've that, gotten some really positive feedback on it. Yeah, thanks for telling me. Late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you find out. <laughs> now I find out. Yeah, I could have used that information, you know, pre-storm, my friend. <laughs> oh, man. my uh, I have some family out on Long Island, and mm-hmm. um, my aunt sent me a picture, man. She has this old, huge tree that just got ripped up by the roots. It was crazy. Yeah, it was a crazy, uh, you know, time uh, in New York. You know, I, I took the time to actually, you know, I was doing some... Um, volunteer work uh it was oh, uh, yeah i was doing stuff on the on long island i was doing stuff on staten island i was doing stuff in in jersey and i was traveling around i i, I did some stuff uh recently for uh for a pet thing i know this 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 show's about you but i figured i'd bring it in because you mentioned about the devastation and i've been yeah ta- yeah please no go ahead yeah and i've been talking about this on on uh on every show that we're doing that the dev- devastation people don't realize i went through uh, bell harbor in New York, mm-hmm. and I mean, you you have a block of houses from corner to corner that are burnt down to the ground. You know, it's funny. You don't think about a fire with hurricane. All you think of is flooding. But I know Katrina was the same way. They had fires all over the place. Yeah, well, with the, the gas mains breaking and everything. That's what it was. The gas line, you know, the gas mains break. The gas lines go, and it, oh, it, it, it was crazy. And that that's Bell Harbor. You know, you have a you have Breezy Point, which was worse than that. So, I mean, that gives you an idea. And I've been telling people on every show uh, to go in and get in touch with the Red Cross, uh, make a donation, ten dollar donation. Uh, you dial nine zero nine 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 on your phone, and you'll be contributing. And I and, and I bring yeah you know, again, I touched on it because you brought it up, but I've been talking about it on each show. But I wish that you would have had that video. If you would have sent me a message, say, hey Lou, here goes a video just in case. <laughs> yeah you know what and i i absolutely should have we got it going uh let's see we got it up right around the time i think at, at that point you wouldn't have had electricity oh <laughs> uh, i probably didn't have electricity yeah because I, I was i was without i was without power for a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah we were scrambling to get that thing up in time it would still do some good so um but, but, but you know hey 
you can check it out now, and then you'll know what to do next time. Yeah, well, hopefully this is not a next time, but it's good to know. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's okay. good to be informed, and it's good that you did that. Now, let me ask you, Matt, when you, uh, I mean, how, how is it working on uh, Criminal Minds? How did that work out? Oh, man, that, they were great. Um, I'd actually known the casting people for a while and had been, you know, trying to get in, and um, it's funny, I actually ended up, I acted in one episode, and then I helped them out with another episode before that. Um, they were looking for, uh, I, because of the play we talked about when I first interviewed with you, I'm, uh, I know sign language. Right. And uh, there was a casting notice for Criminal Minds. They wanted somebody who signed. And so I had my manager pitch me. I contacted the casting director directly. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I, I'm fluent in sign language. I'd love to come in and, and read for this. And uh, I got the signs, and it turned out it was a deaf role. And in the deaf community, you know, for, for me, I mean, in the deaf community and for my friends, they look at it, they look down on it too, but more for myself, like for, and I have a lot of friends who are actors who are deaf and they don't, they only get so many opportunities, you know what I'm saying? And it seems unfair for me to come in and try to play a deaf character. And I know I'm going to mess some things up when I know all these guys who, I mean, they're truly deaf and they're great actors and, mm -hmm. and they could do something with the role that I never could just because I don't have that experience. Right. So um, I actually turned down the audition and uh, ticked a few people off until I, recommended, um, until I recommended a couple of my buddies. And Criminal Minds was really open. They're like, yeah, actually, that'd be great. We would love to have a couple deaf guys come in and read. Um, so, uh, so I recommended two of my friends. One of them ended up booking it. And Criminal Minds was, really, was ecstatic. And they're like, well, you know, we, um, would you mind coming and interpreting mm -hmm. for your friend while he's on set? So... I basically came and hung out all day, and I interpreted for him. And uh, in the episode, uh, one of the regulars had to sign, so I taught her the signs. Um, I, I was uh, an ASL technical consultant, I think was my title or something. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, about a month later, I got called in. To, they asked, you know, hey, we want you to come in and read this role. And, uh, and I actually was shooting something else at the time, but luckily because I already had this relationship with them, they said, well, just put the audition on tape. And so they let me do that, and the director, John Trelesky, who's a, a who was really fun to work with, liked me, and and I ended up booking the role, and I worked a week on Criminal Minds, and and it was a blast. <laughs> I, I, I got killed and you got... and dumped in a river. Oh, so there's no coming back for you. <laughs> no recurring no. <laughs> role. No recurring role on that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's no coming back from that. No, but but how how many? I mean, Matt, look, the reality is, how many uh, people in Hollywood you get a you get a role. And how many people actually turn it down uh, for a reason like that? I mean, most people would just say, okay, I'm going to try to make it happen, try to make it work, you know, but uh, you didn't do that. Well, and I got to say, um, I, I can't speak to what somebody else would have done, but uh, I don't know. It just, it, it didn't feel right, you know, to do something like that. And, and you know, to look at my friends who, uh, who I knew could do a more true job and also, you know, how many opportunities do I get to audition versus how many do they get? I mean, they rarely get called in unless it's actually a deaf role. Right. So, you know, for me to try to look them in the eye and be like, oh, yeah, man, I, I went in and auditioned. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I just, I didn't feel right about that. So well, that, that shows yeah. your, that shows your integrity. And that's why you and I get along because, uh, you yeah. know, from the first time we, we uh, spoke and then when we met, you know, uh, you, your, your true character showed up. You know, I remember when you, you came down oh. to do the, uh, 
to do the um, the dog thing. The knock, and, yeah, and knockout dog. Yeah, the yeah. knockout dog fight. Yeah, in L.A. when we did that. And, again, you showed yeah. your, your, your true character, as all my friends that came down did. And uh, I think that's amazing, you know. Um, just good, Thanks, just, just Just good stuff. And I, I'm and I'm happy that, uh, you know, there, there are people like you in entertainment because all that's going to do is open up doors for other people because that's, that's essentially what you did with that. You turned it down, but you opened up the opportunity for someone else that you knew. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know, I know you know what I'm talking about, but it's, you know, I, growing up, I grew up in Wisconsin. I, mm-hmm. I'm a Midwest boy, and, you know, it's the idea of, uh, you know, treat people well, they treat you well in return. Mm-hmm. And also is, I don't know, I mean, this is a rough business. You know, if we can't help each other out, I, I've, what, what success I've had, I've gotten because people have helped me out or turned me on to something or, you know, whatever. And so I've had friends recommend me to agents or cat. I just had a friend recommend me to a casting director, you know, so if I were to just take all that and not give and not try to be up to help other people out, well, that's just really selfish. And I'm sure I'd hear about it from my mom. Yeah, yeah, you, de- you definitely will. You know, actually, I, I think your girlfriend would uh, would hold that against you big time because uh, I know that she's a decent person. You know, but again, yeah, you met her. Yeah, I did. That's right, you met her. Yeah, you met her knockout dogfighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I did so. I, that, that's why you know, again, a person's character you know tells a lot about you know them as a, as a person you know in general you know so i'm i'm happy that you're getting these roles you know you you did something i you know um i think it was after well i think it was before we were in LA you did something with CSI and that was yeah that was a CSI spot i did yeah and that that was a little different than criminal minds you, uh, right. are these the same people that uh they're involved in both shows or no no totally different and actually funny enough the CSI role, which is my first TV job, um, I got to play the killer, mm-hmm. and I got it because I know sign language. Um, I ended up same thing actually. I, I didn't have a theatrical rep at the time, and so I called a manager who I just, who a friend of mine's manager, and I'm like, hey, would you mind submitting me on this as a favor? He did. I ended up booking it. You know, worked out well for him. He got the commission. Worked out well for me. I got the job. But um, really, I only got that role because I knew sign language. Mm-hmm. So uh, my first two jobs in TV were because I knew sign language. Switched to birth and, and CSI. I got those auditions because I knew sign language. And so uh, now I'm start, Now I'm getting which opened the doors, which have allowed me now to audition for roles where I'm just coming in because people are starting to be like, "Oh, Matthew Jagger, I've heard of him. Okay, yeah, sure, we'll bring him in." But you know, if I were to, if if, if sort of going back to that criminal minds thing, if you know, if knowing sign language and, and being connected with the deaf community opened up those. T- those two first opportunities for me, you know, I can't turn around and spit in their face and then start taking roles, you know, yeah, start no. taking jobs from them. Well, of, of course not, of course not. And you, and w- when did you learn sign language? Was that with the play that you were doing? Yeah, when I was a kid, my parents put me into class, but really it was, um, I was doing Children of a Lesser God over at Deaf West. Um, mm-hmm. Before we even started rehearsing, I had a month of, let's see, it was three times a week, two hours a day with our ASL uh, our ASL master, whose name is uh, DJ, mm-hmm. who was a fabulous teacher. And he and I are actually uh, good friends now. We went to the 4th of July show this last summer together. He's got a, a couple, he's got a beautiful daughter and a kid on the way. And, um, and he, he taught me sign language. And, and then, you know, rehearsing, um, the, my co-star, Shoshana, was deaf. And so it was pretty much, you know, learn to sign or don't talk to my co-star during rehearsals. So, 
Yeah, and I, between I, the lessons and all the practicing, I just I, I picked it up. Yeah, but think or swim, basically. <laughs> well, that, but that's what you did. But that, I mean, you actually doing that. And I remember uh, you mentioning Soshana because I I wasn't aware that uh, that she was deaf, and mm-hmm. I wanted to have her on the show, and that wouldn't have worked out too good. <laughs> no, that'd be a, that'd be hard to do a phone interview. <laughs> yeah, it'd be very very difficult, very difficult. But you know, and you doing that, and you. You know, kind of learning as a kid, but you going through this crash course and uh, learning sign language actually opened up other doors for you in, in entertainment. It's funny, as an actor, and I think I said this in our, our last interview, the, um, I think as an actor, man, no skill you pick up will go unused. Mm. You will use everything because as an actor, you're, you're called on to play so many different roles. And that's one of the things I really love about it is... Um, both the things I've had to learn for my career. I mean, I did a commercial where the morning I showed up, they taught me how to ride a horse because I had to ride a horse. Uh, and then the sign language my parents put me in as a kid helped me pick it up a little faster when I went in to do the play. Um, like I said, I have, I have family from New York, and I ended up, uh, I did a play called Short Eyes last year, mm-hmm. which was an amazing experience. And I ended up having to do a New York accent for it, so... Uh, you know, my dad's from Long Island, so he helped me kind of pick it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> oh my God, too funny. So, so uh, you know, working on that, and and even uh, you know, in high school, I took Spanish lessons. I'm like, when is a a white guy with red hair ever going to need to speak Spanish? Well, my girlfriend's Chilean, and I'm actually. Uh, I'm I'm nervous. I'm so scared. But uh, around the new year, we're going to uh, to Chile so I can meet her family, and nice. they don't speak English. So I have been frantically, <laughs> frantically brushing up on my Spanish. Rosetta Stone, baby, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. And I'm and I'm not promoting that. They're not, they're not a paid advertiser, but um, yeah. But, Let me tell you though, the traffic in LA comes in handy when you're trying to learn a language oh, <laughs> on yeah. a CD in your car. You're oh, so grateful when you yeah. get traffic. Oh yeah, I know that traffic over there all too well. Don't like it. Oh, yeah. oh my God, yeah, it gets crazy over there. So now, I mean, now you 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 started the uh, Urban Nature Man, okay, mm-hmm. and you have a whole series right now that's online. Now, I mean, what, what, are, you, uh, what are you looking to, to make happen with that? Is that like your, uh, your online reality series and you hope for it to get picked up, or what are you looking to do with that? What we're doing right now with our media goal is we're just trying to get our – we're actually trying to get our views and our, our likes up. We're trying to find uh, sponsorship for it as a web series. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at the same time, we're working with an agency right now who's helping us pitch it to some of the networks to try to get it on like uh, Discovery or History Channel or something like that. So the ultimate goal is to get it on one of the, one of the cable networks as a reality-type show. Okay. Sort of like, a, I always say it's like a Dirty Jobs meets, um, dirty jobs meets Man vs. Wild. Uh, <laughs> Bear Grylls, only he screws up the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> And you do, so, but you do. You're filming. I mean, I've seen a few of the episodes, and it's high end. You're not, you're not going out there with a, uh, with with a uh, camera phone and saying, "Hey, I'm going to film and do this." Oh thing. no, you, you, this no, is no, no, we, HD. We did it this right. is serious. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, you're talking about people you know. Um, I have friends who who work in sound out here, and they help me find a good deal on a couple uh, personal mics, and went out and bought a nice camera. And Carolina directs all the episodes, so. Uh, you know, and then obviously I'm I'm Urban Nature Man, and then uh, we had Jero come in and help us out, and we're actually uh, 
the reason we want to get sponsorship right now is Carolina and I could keep doing it on our own, but we had so much fun with J-Row mm-hmm. that we want to uh, bring him on as a regular. And while we, you know, we're cool working for free, we don't want to be asking our friends to come in and work for free over and over and over and over again. So right. we figure if we can get a little sponsorship, we can then ask him to come on and, and pay him because he's, he's got his own career. I mean, he's doing really well himself. And so if we're going to ask him to give up other opportunities, we want to make sure that we can <laughs> make sure he can still pay his rent. Yeah, no, that, that, um, that I understand. But come on, J-Row, get with the program, buddy. <laughs> We're trying to make something happen. We're trying to make some magic. Oh no, no, it's nothing on him. It's no, we want to make I, sure that I, we can. I understand. Yeah. I understand that. You know, I'm just joking around. You know, because look, a lot. I mean, you have a lot of, as I mentioned earlier, you have a lot of. You know, you have decent people in entertainment that'll go and do things on the cuff just to help a project move along. Because you know, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I've had some some interesting people on my show and the only thing i can say is that anyone that's in the entertainment especially the uh the upper echelon you know actors and things of that you know people like that that they are happy to be working oh yeah we we want to we want to do some projects you know right um yeah that's and uh and luckily you know for, for some of us we're able to pay our bills doing it which is which is great yeah um you know, be able to pay your bills doing what you love to do. I, I think very few people get that opportunity. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and and, and I, his, his his real name is Jason Rogel. I should give him a little plug. His name's Jason Rogel. He's a great actor, very funny. Um, and, you know, he was. He came on and he did that show for nothing. Well, Jason and, Rogel, uh, if he has a sense of humor, he laughed just about a minute ago. So <laughs> so uh, big plug for Jason Rogel for doing what he has to do, J-Row, for doing what he's doing with, uh, with you, Matt, and you know, what you're doing with your, your Urban Nature Man. So now you're looking to get sponsorship uh, for it. And, right. uh, you know, so you can pay, you know, the actors and, you know, pay for, you know, editing, crew and, and, yeah, editing yeah. And, and things like that. You know, um, are you, are you uh, actively with, um, I guess, in... Uh, I don't even know what, what term, marketing, advertising agency, someone like that, that'll go and get you the sponsorship? We're working with an agency right now who is helping us find the sponsorship. They're the same people who are helping us pitch to the networks. So we've actually we've been very fortunate that whoever we tell the idea to seems to get really excited and want to help us out. That's good. So they're sort of they're saying, you know, what we need, you know, so what you guys need to do or what would really help you get sponsorship is X, Y, Z, and then we go off and do X, Y, Z, and we come back. And, I mean, you know. We're, we're newbies to this, so we're, we're kind of figuring out as we go, and they've been great as far as guiding us along. And, and, um, and you know, and then if we do get uh, sponsorship or something like that as an agency, they'll get a commission. But right now they've been doing everything pro bono, so, you know, God love them. Well, that's, that's good. You know, see, that, that's, you, everyone has to help. You know, you have to help people. If you open a door and you help someone, you, you don't know. And I, and I sent that a message, you know, um, today, actually. That you know, you should never think that you're above doing something, or never think you're above someone, because you never know where that person is going to wind up being or who they are. You know, because you absolutely. Not, I mean, where where you're, you're here now, Matt. You know, in in a year or two, you know, uh, I mean, I see you really being off the charts, and your star meter is going to go bing. It's going to go through the roof. Oh, you know? <laughs> your mouth, your. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> all, all it is is that one opportunity. All it is that one thing that that'll uh, that'll make things happen, and it, it does happen. You know, I remember, and it's funny. I remember when I uh, was uh, doing martial arts uh, 
uh, interviews, and I was I was doing some features, and I had a kid on there. He was I think he was twelve or or fourteen years old. Had him on the show. We we're talking about what he was doing what he was doing. He was a national champion, so on and so forth. And the bottom line is, this kid went on to being a Twilight uh, star. You know Taylor Lautner. So you never know. Where, you never know wow. what, where someone can wind up. You know. So and, and again, I I, I kind of see how uh, people are and how and mm-hmm. what they're doing. And you have this never give up attitude. So and you, and you love what you do. So I mean, how are you going to fail with it? You can't. No, you got to keep plugging away. You know. Uh, you I, I like that you call it never fail attitude. So many people have just called it. Headed stubbornness, <laughs> no, but, but you have to, you know. Look, some people, it's 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 funny, you know. People, some people see things. The glass is half full, glass half empty. This, that, yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, forget about all that. Now, just drink the water and keep moving forward, you know, and, and just keep making it happen. And that's what you're doing. And it, it, you, there's no there's no price tag on a dream. Okay, as long as it's realistic and you think you can attain it because you have it in your your ability to do so, you're going to make it happen. You made a decision to be in an, in a to have a career, which is that, uh, doing something that you love to do, so it doesn't feel like work. And this is the path you're taking. You could easily you could have given up, you know, years ago if you wanted to. That's true. I mean, I've been at it for for nine years. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna slightly I'm gonna. Uh, Though I, though I hate to say disagree with you. On the, you're right, there's no price tag on a dream, but I think there is one on a goal. Mm-hmm. And it comes with a lot of the blood, sweat, and tears. And as a guy who, I mean, I know you're very into the MMA world, so you know what I'm talking about with blood, sweat, and tears. Sure. Um, and I think that's, you know, if, if you're going to, the difference between a dream and a goal is a goal is what you work for, a dream is what you sit around and think about. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, I think uh, having a dream is great, and it's even better when you can make it a goal. And when you do that, um, you know, you've got to be ready to put in that blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. Um, my bro- I actually was just talking to my brother. He's getting ready to, uh, to kind of take a risk so he can do something he really wants to do and that he loves. And so, of course, he calls his brother the actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because he's, about, he's about to give up financial security to, to go after his dream. And I was like, well, calling me, you, I think you already know your answer. But I told him, you know, there are going to be times when it's really hard, but, um, and, and you're going to really feel like you just can't do it but um what i'd say to anybody out there who wants to try to make something happen is is just go for it mm-hmm. and and uh be ready to put in the work and and I, I always say blood sweat and tears i know it's cliche but i think it's absolutely true those are i have put in all of those things into into this career um and uh and I was going somewhere with that, and now I just my brain just farted. So well, starting out. Well, your brother started out so so inspirational. Yeah, you, you were going down the good road, but you were talking about your brother. He's he, yeah. he let loose of financial security to go after. Yeah, his he dreams, wants to, he know. wants to do something he wants to do, and so for anybody who wants to who has a, who has a dream and they really want to make it happen, go for it and be prepared to put in that work. And the harder you're working. And you know, the harder you're working and the more it seems like it's not going to happen, strangely enough, that's actually a really good thing. Um, that probably means that something is about to happen. Uh, I, I know for myself, I've, at my lowest points have always happened right before something came and got, and something clicked or something broke or something happened. And I mean, when you and I first did the interview, I had just come back from shooting that film. Uh, I had been bartending, and the bartending job I had that was supposed to be held for me wasn't. They ended up replacing me while I was still shooting the film. 
I had no idea. I didn't let on at the time, but I had no idea I was going to pay my rent that month. And um, and now I am. I have no other jobs. I'm just an actor. I, I have a really nice apartment in L.A. I've got a great girl. Um, I can take her out to dinner when I want to. You know, I'm not rich. I'm not famous, but I'm definitely happy. I'm doing it with what I wanted to do. I'm living my dream. So, um, so what I'd say to anybody out there who's got something that they want to go for is just go for it. And, and and that's the name of the game. But on that note, Matt, just hang on. We have to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Matthew Jager, and we're going to keep talking about what he's doing with Urban Nature Man and everything else. So just hang on. We're going to be right back. All right.
see something cool? Check this out. My name's Anitra, and I'm gonna rock your world. Wow. wow. Oh my god. Mm. Look at that. Wow. Oh my god. Along with my boys, Mikey and Joey. I need the Jalaba Brothers stack. We're knocking down walls and taking names. The brothers actually get something done. And everyone gets to play. Progress is slow. We should be finished by Christmas. Girls with power tools, roll. We're not just bringing back the den, baby. We're making mega dens that'll blow you oh, away. Wow! Anitra, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that is cool. You want some of this? Facial recognition, motion activity. They're gonna wet their pants. This may be the coolest room I have ever seen. Because life is too short to live without a mega den. I like their size. I love their texture. Their shape, feel. They complete me. Big, small, it doesn't matter. Yes, I like boobies. Love boobies. Yes, I love boobies. Yes, I love boobies. I love boobs. Most of us know someone who's been affected by breast cancer. My friend. My piano teacher. My sister. My aunt. My teacher. My two aunts. I beat breast cancer. We can beat this together. Show the world how much you care. And join us in the fight. Because it's more than just boobs. It's life. All right, welcome back to the UCW Radio Show. We're here with Matthew Jagger, where we're talking about, you know, living your dreams, uh, going for your, you know, reaching out and, you know, kind of going for your goals and making things happen and not being, yeah, a, working, not, hard. Yeah, working hard, not being a couch potato. Because you have too many people, Matt, that, that sit on the sidelines and they expect some magic to happen, you know, and I, I spoke about this on other shows. It, it makes me laugh. They figure they put a picture on a wall, all of a sudden that's going to materialize out of nowhere. Uh, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's something that, see, for me, it's uh, when people have talked about things, and I, I don't know if you're talking about the whole, uh, you know, you envision it and so it will be law of attraction or whatever people call it. Um, for me, I think that's about focusing. If you want to put a picture of what you want on the wall, that's great. That's a focusing tool, though. That's not about, uh, that's not, to me, anyway, I don't, I don't know if it's going to attract it to me. I think I'm going to have to go after it. But keeping that picture up or keeping the written words or saying it or whatever, however you want to do it, for me, keeps clear of what I'm going for, why I'm going for it, and it really helps motivate me. Well, but that's a different thing. You know, you to, you're talking about having something to inspire you, but action is what's making things happen. You, you have exactly. Pe you have people that literally will put you know, a picture there, and they'll look at it, and they'll say, okay, this is going to happen, and it's going to happen. Then they'll go back and to watch, and, and Jer yeah, they'll go watch Jerry Springer or Montella and whatever, whatever they, yeah, Maury, whatever you have on TV, and that that's what they'll do, but they don't actually go and make any yeah. motion towards their goals, you know, because you do have, as you mentioned, you do have the goals, but also to living the, living their dream, not thinking about it, not dreaming about it. Anyone can dream about a dream, but it's making it happen. Exactly. You know? Yeah, you got you to gotta go after it. Yeah. And, uh, and funny enough, I would say, you know, there's a flip side to that, too. Um, when I first came out here, I think a mistake I made was I went uh, almost too hard at it. Because I think you can also burn out. Like, you have to have, you have to be a well-rounded individual. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I know as an actor, you know, you walk into an audition room, if you seem desperate 
or you seem depressed or burned out, you're not going to get cast because nobody wants to have you on set for eight hours a day looking like that. Right. Um, so it's, it's the idea of whatever your dream is, if you're going for it, go for it all out, but also remember you're running a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And you know, if, so, and, and so plan and live accordingly. Yeah, and that's, that's a key thing. Hey, let me ask you a question. We're going to get back to the story with your brother in a minute, but I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you a question. You, with the Urban Nature Man, yeah. you're doing everything, you know, from soup to nuts uh, yourselves. So right. now, do you yeah. do you think for yourself as a as an actor, do you think that learning the uh, behind the scenes, the directing, you know, lighting, uh, how the camera works, and everything else, do you think learning that is actually going to help you uh, in your in in your career with what oh, you're absolutely. doing as an actor? I mean, yeah, absolutely, um, because. Any, any production, uh, for anybody who, you know, if you go see a movie or whatever, stay and watch the credits, and you will see the hundreds of names that go by. You know, you have the actors, and there'll be anywhere, maybe, maybe anywhere from five to, to, I don't know, 500 people, depending on how many extras there were. But um, then beyond that, it's just reams and reams of names of lighting, sound, production, all the effort and the moving parts that go into a movie. And the more you can appreciate what everybody does, I think it... it not only helps you with some of the technical aspects, like say, oh, well, I know the camera's there, so the purely technical aspects of cheating to make sure your face is open and that you can be understood and your expressions can be seen, but also I think once you get on set, appreciating that everybody up there is, is working hard and, doing, and, and working their butts off for something they love, I think gives you a respect for everyone else on set, what they're doing, and then allows you to, uh, to keep a good rapport with the crew. I mean, for me, I always... I always try to make a point to learn everybody's name as much as possible, even if I'm only there for a day, because quite frankly, they've had to learn my name because mm-hmm. I'm there. And so they need to be like, uh, we need Matthew Jager on set at this time. They need to know who they're calling. And uh, I think developing appreciation for all aspects of any, from, oh, I'm an artist, so for me, any artwork, but whatever craft you're trying to pursue, the more you can learn about that craft, it can only help you and give yeah. you a greater appreciation for the whole. Yeah, and well, I think you, and this is my view on it, like you, I mean, all that stuff is important that you just mentioned. Now, I'm going to look at things from a producer's standpoint. I have an actor. He understands how the camera works, the lighting, where everything's uh, set, everything else. Now, there's a good possibility that that actor is going to be able to do in maybe one take that may take you know someone else maybe a few takes to get the shot that i want because you understand you know i mean the director you know, i mean obviously they they want to have a certain shot so it's easier for you to kind of help them along the way and that translates to dollars and cents because you save money so, oh. you, so you don't have so many uh shots going on and uh absolutely if yeah. you can problem solve Right. Um, if you can problem solve, it's it's great. Uh, actually, on the, the Criminal Minds episode, there's a scene where it's a flashback scene, and they show me walking around in this farmer's market, and then I walk out between the two regulars. But because it's a flashback sequence, obviously I couldn't touch them. Mm-hmm. But they had to have them at a certain distance so that you know they were, they were both in the camera and everything. So as I'm walking out, there was just a problem where they couldn't move them far enough out to really give me room. So we did a couple takes, and the director's like, I don't know. Uh, look, just go through and don't hit them. So just knowing kind of where the camera was and everything, I just shifted, as I'm going through, I'm carrying these shopping bags. I just shifted my bags in such a way that I was able to turn sideways, get through them, and, and get through them. And it's great because I heard the director go, 
clever man. <laughs> <laughs> took care of it, and, and it was done. And, uh, and, you know, on the flip side, straight, uh, that kind of uh, mentality, I was doing in a, a commercial project mm-hmm. where, as, as, as you do in a principal and a commercial, everybody sort of gets their close-up shot. Because of the coloring of the shot and the coloring of my costumes, this was something I didn't know because wardrobe's not something I've really dealt with, that a lesson that I learned, I'm a pale dude. Mm-hmm. If anybody out there, you know, looks me up, I'm 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 a ginger. I'm pale hair or uh, red hair, pale skin, freckles, pale guy. Well, I'm in dark clothes in a dark room, and then my pale skin. I kept blowing out the camera, <laughs> so they could they could never get a close up of me. And so now I'll always know, like whenever I go into a wardrobe and they want to hand me all black clothes, say, um, just you know, I blow out cameras, so you might want to go a little lighter on my wardrobe. Just a heads up. And and again, that saves time and money, and exactly. it actually helps the project because look, the the money that gets saved with uh, the shots and and doing all that stuff can actually go to you know promoting the film or promoting the project, whatever it may be, whatever exactly. may be or or the next or the next project or or any of that. Yeah, but that increases your value to. Um, Absolutely, you know, uh, to to directors, producers, casting agents, because the the with a casting agent, the better you do on a project, the the more that whoever they're working with is going to say, hey, you know, you casted a great guy for this, and you knew he was great for this, and they're going to want to you know uh, use that casting agent more often. So there's a there's a whole domino thing going on there. Yeah, if you the more people, the better off you or the better you do at your craft the better you make everyone else work, look. And so the better everyone else looks, the more they work, the more you work, because they're obviously going to keep you in mind. Yeah, and I, I think that's the, the way to do it. I think you're doing everything the right way, and doing uh, Urban Nature Man uh, is, is actually helping you with everything you're doing. So you have to give your girl a big fat hug, because oh. she, she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's, she's like... Yeah. She's like, babe, you're going to stop bringing home the bacon. This is no joke. You're doing this, doing that. You're going to make it all happen. You're not going back to Wisconsin. You're in L.A., so you have to make it all work out. <laughs> well, you know, she's been, she's been great with it because I, it's been a really busy fall for me. You know, I, I shot the two episodes on Criminal Minds, and I shot a couple commercials, and I shot this other project, and I've, I've, been, I've been crazy busy. And so I've actually, um, I've been obviously there to perform for Urban Nature Man, but a lot of the marketing and a lot of the behind-the-scenes things, she sort of had to, to take over, and she's been uh, a champ with it, man. She's, she's been the driving force behind it to the point that she's like, you know, Matt, you, you need to be doing this. I know you're busy, but you've got to do this stuff, too. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, crap. <laughs> and, you know, back to work. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but that's good stuff, you know, that you have someone on your side that's actually making that stuff happen, you know. Uh, Absolutely. Because that, 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 that makes the difference between a project working out or not. If you have someone that's actually in tune to what you're doing, that's on board, that's your number one fan and your number one supporter, you know, you're more than more often than not, you're going to be very successful in what you do because now you're obligated not only for yourself, but for the person that's supporting you. Right. Well, and we and I have to say cause she's also an actress that it's been it's been a lot of fun just being with her cuz she's uh you know, sometimes you really feel like you're on a team. You know, and you just you really know you're on a team, and you're, you're working with a partner. And it's been, um, 
it's just it's been a new experience for me, so it's been really great to to have that. Yeah, but that's she she, she understands. She understands uh, you know what you what you're going through. So you know, uh, you know, kudos to her for for, for supporting you uh, and what you're doing. You know, not not that oh she not, not that she comes on my show, but that's okay. <laughs> hey, hey, you want her on your show, man? She'll come. By the way, I need to give her a shout out. It is her birthday today, so happy birthday, Carolina. Carolina, happy birthday. Happy birthday. I know you're about 22, you know, so happy birthday to you. you know. Happy birthday, Cato. Yeah, that, that's great stuff. So you're going to go to Chile. You're going to start oh, uh, living La Vida Loca. You're going to start doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, i I got to tell you, this trip to Chile, man, I am, we're going to go all up and down. I made a promise we'll go hiking in the Andes. Because, uh, you know, urban nature, man, you can't go to Chile and not go hiking in the Andes. Yeah, I hope you're bringing a camera. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! That's oh gonna, yeah! That's gonna be big. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun trip. Uh, I know her parents; they just moved back to Chile, and I'm gonna meet like the whole family. And oh. she's met most of my family, and they all love her. And it's, but it's I've been working my butt off to just make sure I I, I can speak Spanish well enough that we can communicate and joke around and and have a good time. Yeah, but we all know you need to learn so that you know that no one's saying anything funny behind your back. I know how that works. <laughs> well, they, uh, what was that? Uh, my, my big fat Greek wedding, they'll tell me to say something. I'll end up insulting the whole room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want that. So they'll kill you over there. What are you kidding me? You, you'll, get, you'll get lost in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like uh, with that movie with, uh, oh, man. With uh, with Franco, uh, where he was uh, rock climbing and he's 127 hours. There you go. That I I saw. Yeah. I only caught uh, maybe five minutes of it, and I had to like I couldn't watch the movie because I it's like too much. You're gonna cut your arm off. I can't deal with it. Got oh man, we uh, when that movie came out, I was on the nominating committee for the SAG Awards, and my um, my girl and I we went and saw that, and then Black Swan in the same afternoon. That was an intense afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 we walked out of the movie just exhausted. Yeah, and that's that's serious stuff. And you brought up Black Swan. It's interesting, you know, Darren Aronofsky when he uh, when he did The Wrestler. It's interesting that you know be, be, before he did that, you know, he was working out of his van. And, and I'm say, I'm saying this story because it has to do with uh, you know you know going for your goals and trying to live your dreams and he was doing that he had a my friend was the uh, associate producer on that film uh, evan and uh, my that other, was a great film tell yeah. him well done yeah he, he they, they, they did fantastic and uh actually my buddy uh he passed away he was supposed to be the wrestler oh, I'm sorry. and uh it happened during that time thank you it happened during that time but he kept pushing on, and now Darren Aronofsky, he is one of the most sought-after, you know, directors in Hollywood, and it's and it's Rightly interesting, so. yeah. And, but it's it's interesting that he could easily give he could have given up on his on his dream. He's, he's going to make a wrestling movie, but look at him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah and well, and it's because I think there's the you got to give up on your dream, and there's also the. Um, to any any goal or any dream, I think they're the two sides of not just going after it as far as the business aspect, but also just really developing your craft. Yeah. Um, I was amazed how, for a long time, I was really focusing on just the business aspect uh, until about, about a, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago, and I started to realize that I, I, I hadn't been, I'd been neglecting the artistic aspect. I've been focusing so much on audition technique and and the technical and the business aspect that I was, I was sort of losing the joy of the art. Mm -hmm. And then I did that, that play I told you about short eyes. Yeah. 
And when I booked it, I, I, I looked at, I looked at Gato and I was like, this is going to be a huge challenge, but I think it's really going to kind of reignite my, the art, artistry side. And it has. And, and I've been, I found the more I have focused on the artistic side and the creative side of, of my, uh, my craft, mm-hmm. the more works come actually. I've worked more this last year that I've been focusing on the artistic side than I have possibly any of the other years combined. Well, I think that you're you're definitely a thousand percent right on that because if you look at, you know, uh, I'll throw some names out there. Look at an Al Pacino, okay? You know, he is the upper echelon in the entertainment industry and in, in Hollywood, Absolutely. okay? But this is a guy that will go in an intimate setting and do a... Uh, do a uh, two-man show, and I've been to that when he's done it. And oh, he, 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 I mean, I was like, I mean, he 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 like pretty much almost had his ass in my face. I was like, all right, well, I don't I don't want to do that. But <laughs> but ju- just to be in the presence and see him in motion, okay, and yeah. see him moving along like that, which is what impressed me. You know, I remember going and I went to go see a uh, a play, and Christopher Walken. Uh, I forget what it was, but he was, uh, I, I think it was a Christmas thing. But anyway, he was the, uh, I think he was Scrooge. Aha, there you go. And I think that he was he was on stage, and I came in just a little bit late, and I had to go all the way to the front. Oh, man. And he gave me such a dirty look. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, get, I don't get scared about, from, from most people, but he, he just like, had me shaking a little bit. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm sitting down. I'm not moving for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want a dirty look from him either. <laughs> no, no. I said, oh, my God, no. But you know what? I mean, when you see people on stage live, actors live on stage, you know, because uh, you know, the mistakes that can happen, there's no, there's no turning back from that. Oh, and you got to roll with it. Yeah. 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 You know, and and I think uh, doing that it has to do with honing your craft. If you're good at what you do, you know, you're making it happen. People, a lot of people go and chase the money, and I see it all the time. Matt, you know, I want to be famous. I want to be a celebrity. Let me, you know, send these tweets out, the Facebook message, this and that, and and promote this and do that, and let me get into a reality show and do all this stuff. And they want to make it in Hollywood as an actor. I don't get that whole deal. That's. It's the idea of, you know, it's sort of working, I guess, backwards of getting the, the notoriety or the name and then moving in. And I mean, to be honest, it's worked for some people and, and I can't, you know, if it works for them, great. I, I think, though, if you have a dream or you have a goal, there's a reason you have it. There's something about it, especially if you're talking about a career. There's something that you love about it. Mm-hmm. And the harder it is to succeed at that career, the more you can kind of get caught up in the minutia and lose the, the joy that, that brought you to it in the first place. And I think part of, you know, you're talking about Al Pacino doing this little two-man show or, or Christopher Walking doing Scrooge or, or something like that, getting back to why they got into it in the first place so they're not getting caught up on the press junkets and, 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 and the, uh, just all the, the kind of crap that goes along with it, the dodging paparazzi or, or whatever they have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Getting back to the love of just the art and the craft in and of itself, I think also helps keep, give you that stamina for the marathon so that when things are hard and when... All you want to do is give up. That love that you've now cultivated can help nurture you through those hard times for when times start getting good. Yeah, yeah, and, and I, I believe that to be 100% true because uh, the, the way I, I've seen a lot of actors actually hit the stage, and it's not because they want to be stage actors. It's because they're, they're honing their craft and they're being well-rounded. 
You know, and if you're a well-rounded oh, yeah. entertainer, you're going to know about the lighting. You're going to know about the camera angles. You're going to know how the edit, how the editing works and how they can you know, something can work for a shot. You're going to know how to, you know, if you have to carry a scene, that you're going to be able to carry the scene if somebody else can't. You know, so there are, right. there, there are a lot of things in there that come into play. Well, live, you know, live theater, I think, creates some really good um, habits, too, in actors as far as, on, on TV and film, it's very easy to sort of call cut on yourself. In other words, you know, you, something goes wrong or, or uh, you can't remember a line or you just think the scene's over and so you're just done. You kind of stop acting. It's what a lot of people refer to as calling cut on yourself. Well, it's a director's job to call cut. When you do theater, you have to, mo- you have to keep going no matter what. I mean, I, during the, that Children of a Lesser God, you know, there was a, whew, there was a performance where somebody just didn't make an entrance. So my co-star and I had to improvise in sign language for probably 30 seconds to a minute. And, and stuff you like just, that happens. You just have to do it. And sometimes that's when real magic can happen. And when you're talking about TV and film where once it's in the camera, it's caught so you can use it. You know, if you call cut on yourself, if you say screw up a line and so you just stop the scene, something might have happened that, that screwing up of the line might have maybe, if, if people were, you know, if you're on your, say, fifth or sixth take, so people are starting to get a little, I'm not going to say lazy, but after a while you start to uh, get into the rhythm of it, forgetting that line may kind of change up the rhythm in such a way that's really interesting that they can use then in the cutting room later and bring a spark of life that the scene might not have otherwise had or bring a new twist to the scene or just a new emotional sort of um, addition that the scene might not have otherwise had. So doing something in theater where no matter what, you have to keep going really creates that, that habit in an actor that you just make the scene work no matter what. And some, you know, and usually the director will call cut and that's fine, but it allows you then to keep playing and keep playing and keep playing and keep playing until they call cut so that they have as much useful material as possible when it comes time to edit the piece together. Yeah, and and that and that's you know again just being being in tune to to what's happening around you helps out, and not only helps you out, it helps every everyone around you. It helps them out. Absolutely. Yeah. So now we were talking earlier about your brother. Okay, we never got My brother. To, we, yeah. We never got to finish the uh, the thought because we went to break. Uh, but your brother was uh, he's looking to leave his financial security, uh, looking to mm-hmm. enter into another realm to go follow. Uh, Chase's dream, and uh, then uh, just you know continue from there so that we can find out what's going on with your brother. He's, he's still in the early stages. He uh, he went to school. Um, I don't want to pry too much into his life, but he uh, his he went to school for physics, and he wants to become a theoretical physicist, which I, I still just stand in awe of. Um, I have two brothers, and they both uh, amaze me. My youngest brother Ben. Uh, served two tours in the Middle East. He, he was in Afghanistan, he was in Qatar, wow. and he does fire and rescue. So, I mean, his life is saving other people's lives, which just, I, I stand in awe of that. There's there's nothing that I can do with that. And then uh, my middle brother, Dave, wants to become a theoretical physicist, which is just the same kind of thing. I'm like, he, he talks about some of these theories, and my brain just boggles. So... But uh, to pay to pay for his schooling... That he's uh, he's been in a uh, financial aid department basically at the school that he goes to and that pays for his schooling and basically it's time for him to move on and he was offered an opportunity to work in another school's financial aid department with a little more money and, and that financial security or to uh, go to this other school and do unpaid research for the school that has an amazing um, gravitational wave 
physics department. Boy, I hope I got that right. Uh, basically studying gravitational waves, which is what exactly he wants to do. He just is not sure how he's going to pay his mortgage, buy groceries, stuff like that. He hasn't figured out how he's going to make money. And so I was talking to him and, and you know, you know, talking about a dream or a goal. I mean, the excitement in his voice when he talked about it, it's like, you know, there's no choice. You got to go for it and, and trust. And I think a lot of it is trusting um, both. And I know for him, it's definitely true. And for anybody that you have the resourcefulness and the tenacity to make it work Mm -hmm. and that, that you are just enough to make that happen. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, he knows what he's doing. And he does. He's, he's, he, he built his own office so that he can sit and, and come up with theories. And, and, I mean, it's the stuff he does just blows me away. Well, you know, if, if, he, if, if he knows what he's doing, he knows where he can go with it. You know, uh, yeah, sometimes you just have to put everything on the line to achieve your to tre- achieve your goals achieve your dreams you know and uh well, i mean if he if he if he does it okay he's going to probably be more successful than he's ever imagined because he he wants it that badly and absolutely uh, and, and, and uh, kudos to him and I, i'm sure you know and i guess it's safe to say that your your parents are just a little bit proud of their boys <laughs> I think that's safe to say. <laughs> I think that's safe to say. That's good stuff. Well, look, you have, you know, I mean, your brother uh, doing the two tours, you know, uh, I'll th- throw a, a shout-out to him because, you know, uh, yeah. you know, God bless you for, for doing what you've, what you've done for this country. Uh, I, don't, I don't know your brother's name, but... Uh, ben. His name's Ben. Ben. Well, thank you, Ben. Ben yeah. Jager. Thank for, you, Ben. For doing what you've done uh, for for America and uh, putting your life on the line and still putting your life on the line, just uh, if you help one person, that's what you're doing. You know what? God bless you, and I just wish you uh, uh, to be safe. Um, you know, in, in what you do, and um, and for your brother, you know, just I mean, I think your brother's a prime example of going out and not chasing the money, but m- making sure you achieve your goals. And right. I think a lot of people, they, 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 there's a misconception that, okay, I'm going to chase the money. I'm going to go. I'm going to make the money. People don't get it. And I, and I say this time and time again, the money is the easy part of the game. That's the easy part of it. Everything else is hard. The money will come. My dad said that to me one time. At the time, I was broke, so I, I wasn't sure how <laughs> I felt about it. But he, he said, you know, there's so much money out there. It, You'll just keep working, and it'll come your way. And it's, you know, it, it, it's funny. I, I would also meet with other actors who'd been working actors for a while, and they had this. I'd say, like, how do you make this lifestyle work? Because I just this was right after I had stopped bartending, and I, I mean, my income was all over the place. And, and they said, you know, somehow, it just does. When you know, when the bills come, I just money comes when I need it. And and I, I remember just thinking, you have to be kidding me how can you live like that but now you know three years on uh well, longer than that i guess four years on it's uh yeah it just money just kind of comes when you need it it sounds crazy but it does i mean you have to work you have to work at it and keep moving on what you want to do but um it really will it really will come well, and if you, you may have to you know wait you may have to uh wait tables or or 
hold one of those signs on the corner or bartend. Not that there's anything against those. I've met professional waiters and professional bartenders who are masters at their craft. Um, but whatever it is you want to be doing, you may have to do something you don't want to for a while to make money, and that's fine. There's no shame in that. I think everybody has at one point. And the more you work at, at your dream or your goal, the more the money will come as you continue to hone your craft and also hone the business side. And, and that's a key thing, and, and, and you mentioned it a couple of times, and we, I've spoken about it, honing your craft, you know, to go and wait tables and do that stuff while you're trying to get roles here and there. I, I get that. You do what you need to do. But in the middle of all this, all this stuff, you need to hone your craft. You need to get better at what you do because that, that's going to make you a commodity with casting agents, with you know, uh, studios and things of that nature. You know, and you have so to. You want to make sure that when the opportunity arises, you're ready for it. You, know, right. you have the skills and you have the ability then to, to capitalize on that opportunity. Yeah. Well, the smart the smart ones do that, and again, you're you're, you're light years uh, ahead of where you were three years ago. It's, you know, no matter what, everybody has low points, and for me, sometimes. And my dad, it's so funny, he brings it up a lot. Whenever I'm in those low points, it, I think it's important whenever you're in your low points and you're trying to go for something. But for me anyway, when I'm in my low points, to look back on where I was three or four years ago or even six years ago and what I wanted to achieve in that time and look at where I am now and be like, you know what, I've actually achieved it. Like The goals I've set for myself, I've, I've hit. And it's amazing. Um, and, and it tends to make those dark times less dark when I when, you know, helping to focus, I guess it's as simple as focusing on what you're, you know, coming out of Thanksgiving, what, focusing on what you're grateful for, as opposed to what you feel like you still need. Right. And, and that, that's the thing with, with you, you kind of had to buckle down and I, and I don't think it's just, you know, it's just you doing it on your own. I think for you, Having, you know, a partner, as I said this before, someone that's by your side that has that much faith in you. Even if, you know, they're in your industry, that's great. But for someone to have that much faith in you just pushes you harder to to get to where you want to be. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And then that can, be a, that can be a friend. It can be, I mean, you know, yeah. before I met her, it was my brothers, it was my family, it was friends. Finding people who either you look up to or who motivate you and being around those people. Because um, I think there's also the trap of, you, know, you talk about the people who just sit around and do nothing, there's a trap of starting to hang out or be around people who are either very negative or talk a lot but don't do much, and you can kind of get sucked into that. Oh, so trying to be around people who, who inspire you and who motivate you and who, who you respect. Yeah, shoot me. I mean, God, to, to be around negative people, it's like you pass a razor blade because just do me in. You know, because that, that, that drains you. And if anything can kill your your drive is, so, is someone like that, the naysayers, the people that say, oh, that's too hard to do. Get a regular job. You know what? Look at this fiscal cliff we're going to be going over. Look at all this stuff that's going to happen. You know, you know, people don't get it that you, if you're going to do things in life, at least enjoy what you do and try to make a living doing it, and you'll live a fuller life. And that's what I see. You know that I mean you're living the life that you want to live, Matt. I have a, a list in my office that has a it's it's, it's a bucket list. I mean it's 
it's an idea, but it was a great, it's an old idea, but it's a great idea. And um, one of the things that's been on mine and has also been on my girls is uh, skydiving. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, I'm surprising her, kidnapping her, and taking her up to go skydiving. Nice, nice. And, um, and it's, there's something about, it's, it's so exciting to do, but there's something that makes it a little sweeter when I know that the reason we can do it is be, like the money I used to pay for it came from a career, following the career that I wanted to do. And the reason we have time off is because the career we have allows us to have that. Like everything that is allowed is as simple as a thing it is, is, you know, going skydiving. A lot of people do it's not a big deal, but knowing that going to do that, all the things that, that made that possible are because, um, because I'm, I, I am, I'm, I'm living my dream. <laughs> I, I'm always uh, leery to say that stuff because it sounds kind of corny, but it's really true. I'm I'm living my dream out here. When I was, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, doing plays in high school and stuff, this is what I dreamed of doing. And to, to to kind of, you know, look back on who I was then and, you know, kind of give a thumbs up of like, hey, man, we did it. It's uh, it's really exciting. Yeah, but you did it, but you're still doing it. You know, because it's not, yeah. it, you're far from over. That, that That's the reality. You're far from over. And you have a you have a, a, a way to go uh, on your path to achieving your goals because uh, I mean right now you're stretching out. I mean it's it's like before a game you're stretching out, stretching your legs, your shoulders, everything, and you're gonna get out there and and and, and make things happen, you know. And you're doing it, and you're doing it by action. Now, um, now before we we go, Matt, you know, because it was great having you on. I loved. You know, oh. having this update because, you know, yeah. you know, again, I, I usually do when I do my single interviews, I follow up with with certain people that I, I know have progressed and actually set a great example for, for not only uh, the youth, but also, you know, just in general for people that need to be inspired. And if anyone needed to be inspired with someone going out for their dreams, they have to look at you and say, OK, you know, he went to L.A., we're not we're not a pot to piss in, and look at what he's doing now. Oh, thank you, man. Okay, and you're making stuff happen. So that that tenacity, you know, you you can't well, you can't buy that stuff. And I have to I actually have to thank you because you gave me you don't even know it, but you gave me an opportunity that I'd always wanted. One of the reasons I got into acting was because I wanted to, uh, you know, we all have certain social issues that we we believe in, mm-hmm. and the public face that you get from acting allows you, um, you know, like think about the things Bono does or Clooney does. Um, now to be able to do something like that is, is great. And when you invited me to go do that knockout dog fighting and come on and, and, and be a part of that because of, you know, my career, um, you actually helped me realize a major piece of the puzzle in my dream, which was to help make the world a better place Mm -hmm. through my career. So I'm getting a little emotional now, but, uh, it meant a lot. So thank you. No, well, you thank you, you know, and thank you for your kind words. You know, I, I always believe, and I've said it a few times, you know, uh, and I say it all the time, but I, I think I said it on the show already, you know, you got to pay it forward. You have to do good things in the world because people need that. You know, your, your success, I don't care, you know, if you're... If you're doing uh, movies, you're doing TV, you're a singer, you know, you're you're doing radio, whatever you're doing, you're you're in finance. If you're if you're successful in what you do, you have to give something back. You we're, know? we're all in low points and we're all in high points. And you know, if the, when you're in your high point, if you can help somebody in their low point, 
because somebody helped you and you're, you know, somebody helped me in my low points. So if I can help somebody who's in a low point or help to stop people from going any lower or whatever, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's what separates us from the animals, you know, if nothing else, that's, that's what creates a society versus just a group of people living in the same situation or in the same geographical area. Yeah. And and that's what you need to do. You know, I, I remember, uh, doing something for someone and it actually helped their career and they said oh my god i don't know how to how to repay you i said the only thing you can you can do to repay me is you pay it forward i don't need anything from you just pay it forward open the door for someone else that may need it you know and and that's how we should be as as people you know in business and entertainment whatever it may be and that's how you are matt and i know that as you, you as you move up rung by rung and you get up that ladder you know, you're going to be bringing people along with you. And, you know, your, your parents, I know they're, you know, um, they're seriously proud of, of you and, and your brothers. Uh, I know that when, uh, when, when you reach uh, your next goal, uh, they're going to be ultimately amazed at, at what you're going to be doing. And your, your girlfriend, which is probably going to be a little more than that at the time, Later on, I'm not, I'm not putting pressure anywhere. I'm not. I'm not even saying anything about anything, you know. But you know, she'll be, uh, you know, she'll be that angel on your shoulder, and she'll be uh, glowing like anything. Just, uh, just knowing that the person she's with actually believed in themselves enough to make their dreams a reality. So, inspiration. That's you, Matt. No doubt about it. Oh. Thank you, man. That, that really means a lot coming from you. Thank uh, you. Well, this, this is how I feel. Now, before we, uh, we, we wind down here, why don't you let our listeners know um, how they can find out about Urban Nature Man, how they can find out oh. about you and everything else, because they, now, they, now they need information. Absolutely. Uh, Google is the best way. You can just Google Urban Nature Man or Matthew Jagger, but uh, you can also go to urbannatureman.com. Mm-hmm. We've got all the episodes up there. We've got a little wild edibles quiz where you can look at the plant and guess if it's edible, poisonous, whatever. And we have the answer there. We've got a running blog where you can see things I've tried that have worked, things I've tried that haven't, because I, I post them no matter what. If they work, great. If they don't, you get to find out about that, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can also go on YouTube. We have a channel up on YouTube, Urban Nature Man, and we've got all the episodes up there. So please check it out. Tell your friends. Uh, we've had a great time doing it, and as, the more people who see it, the better, because uh, I'm a big guy about getting out in nature and playing around. So uh, the more people I can encourage to do that, the happier I am. Okay, and I think that your, um, I think your urban nature man is going to get picked up along the way. So I'm happy. Uh, you know, I really urge, and I'm happy to say, I'm happy to say that urging that uh, our listeners should actually go out there, view this, support it. Because you're going to see this thing on your on your Dish Network or your your cable TV, on, on some on some uh, on some uh, cable channel in the very near future. I think that it's just going to happen because I've seen it. Quality work, good, good, uh, g- good deal, and good reality show. I mean that that's good reality TV. Yeah, um, yeah, we are, we're not going for the train wreck aspect. You yeah. know, we, I, I want people to laugh at me. Obviously, uh, J Rose there, he's far funnier than I am. Everybody's laughing at him too. Um, and I, and if I can encourage people to just go out and play around a little bit and, you know, people who maybe wouldn't go out for a hike in the woods to just go out and give it a shot. That's, uh, that's really all I'm looking to do. And, and, uh, so yeah, the more people can see it and whew, again, from your mouth to God's ears, mate, get on, well, <laughs> get on direct TV or cable and, 
Um, but the more people who can see it, man, the better. It'd be great. Yeah, and don't expect any bitch slapping because that's not the, it's not that type of show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is not real wives of anything. <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And and, and Matt, what, what's your uh, your website? Your personal website? Mine is matthewjager.com. dot com. Okay. Go check it out. You can see uh, the work I've been doing and um, and some shots and. Uh, yeah, just kind of see what I've been up to. I keep people up to date there, too. All right, beautiful. Go to UrbanNatureMan.com, check it out, find out what's going on with that. I think, uh, you know, you guys are going to love the show. And go to MatthewJager.com. Uh, obviously, if you go to UCWMagazine.com, you'll get all the links. You'll find out everything that you need to find out, and it'll link to everything of uh, Matt's. And definitely follow him. Uh, he's also on Twitter. Uh, you're at Matthew Jager, right? Is that it? Is that yep. right? At Matthew yep. Jager. Go, go at check. At Matthew Jager and uh, at Urban Nature Man. At Urban Nature Man, at Matthew Jager. Check it out. Follow follow him because this is a guy. His career is just getting brighter and brighter. Matt, thank you for coming on the show, my man. Oh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? Oh, let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.